Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And uh, Matt's starting off the show with some information that I don't even know yet. So here we go. Yeah, this will be a surprise to you too. So we just are finding this out um, in the later evening hours of Tuesday, July 20th. Of course, this will be coming out right away on Patreon. Um, But by the time this comes out and you hear this in the regular feed on Wednesday, July 21st, this might be something that you've seen elsewhere. But um, Actors Equity Association is starting to email its members on Tuesday evening about a policy that will be announced on Wednesday morning. It is called the Open Access Policy, which was passed overwhelmingly by the Equity Council, and its goal is to expand access to membership and remove barriers for individuals who may desire to join or rejoin the union. So what will actually be happening here is that there will be basically an open application process for anybody who can prove that they have worked professionally, as in they've been paid, as an actor or stage manager in the United States. This eligibility extension will last for two years with the application and down payment of initiation fee and any applicable reinstatement fees, if you were remembering it lapsed. Um, That will be available through May 1st, of 2023. So this will make it much easier and apparently much cheaper for people to join Actors' Equity. And they're going to give you credits um, towards fees paid if you were like in the equity process and then dropped out or if you were a member and let it lapse. And effective immediately, all members will have more time, three years, to pay off their initiation fee. So it looks like Actors' Equity, I don't know that this is what members or candidates um, necessarily wanted them the most to do. I I mean, I mean that literally. I I don't know. Um, But it does mean that they are making access to the, you know, the stage actors and stage managers union, um, a lot more accessible coming out of this pandemic. So this should be announced sometime on Wednesday morning, but it is on social media all over the place, because like I said, Mm -hmm. they have already emailed all of their um, all of their members to let them know about this ahead of time, which has been a problem with them (laughs) in the past. Um, (laughs) But Grace, like I said, I just don't, I I don't know. This is something out of my wheelhouse because I am not a performer. Um, You are. What what do you think this means with giving you literally zero prep time to think about this? Yes. No, totally. I think it Well, What's interesting is that I'm famously not equity. Um, And so I just, I'm curious, like, because because it's always like this thing of like once you're equity, there's like this magical veil that's lifted off of you and like mm-hmm. <laughs> you're suddenly like, you know, you, you don't have to go and, and do all the things that everybody else has to do. By that same token, though, there are so many things that it's it's always like, you know, good and bad to join. Um, so I'm just wondering if they're like doing this to again, make it look like this is something that you really want to be a part of when in actuality it continues to keep you out of a lot of productions that would help you. I don't know. It's kind of confusing. And like, I don't really know if this is going to be beneficial for anybody. I'm curious about like what, what exactly that means, like professional setting, you know, like there are lots of people who are party princesses 
that is a paid gig. Yep. You're in a costume. You're singing songs from princesses, but that's not a Disney sanctioned thing or whatever that is. So I'm just curious what they're deciding is important enough to call you equity for and what they're not. You know, that's all. That's that's all. But yeah. I mean, I appreciate any kind of anything that you can do to um eliminate more barriers i'm all about i just wonder if it like seems that way and then you're gonna get there and then they're like okay well but not that like the twitter verification system of actors yeah well and that's a good point because here's the thing with equity it's a union but it's also like a a a a sign of approval like it's it's supposed to be a a union to protect actors and stage managers but there are so many more actors and stage managers who don't qualify for equity that therefore are not protected by the union that they are supposed to be protected by and Mm -hmm. you get the little you know the asterisks or the star in the program if you're equity and it means that you are somehow better or more experienced Mm -hmm. um, than everybody else. And obviously that's not the case, Um, but it's, they've always had this weird duality to me as like, they're making judgments on somebody's talent and career, but also at the same time, they're supposed to be protecting actors. So from just a traditional union standpoint, I think it makes so much sense to just let all professional actors apply to get in. Now, they might have to make decisions like you said, you know, is it somebody getting paid 25 bucks to do a one-man show of, you know, Uncle Vanya? That's different, but if it's like a legitimate <laughs> professional, you know, gig, you know, let them in. That's fine. The the cynical side of me thinks that perhaps I saw a lot of stories from actors around the country. I've I know a lot of actors from, you know, around the country, mm-hmm. not in, in New York City that said, why do I especially during this pandemic? Why do I need mm-hmm. to be equity when I can get work in, you know, good, steady, full time yeah. work in my regional theaters not being equity? And it's actually easier that way. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if some of these people who they've have been on. equity. Yeah, they've just been like, yeah. I don't need it anymore. And, and they over don't this, want their money to go exactly, there. Exactly. Right. And the, the money, it's so expensive. And then the, a lot of people don't approve of what, some of the things equity's done. Yeah. I wonder if this is a way to kind of increase their coffers or to pad their coffers. Um, that's the cynical side of it. But on the, just, just like the hopeful side of it, I hope this just means that they are looking to find ways to bring more people in so that they can pr- provide the protection of union representation. Yeah. I think You're SAG should it. absorb them. Anyways, um, all right, so yep. cool. Let's get into the news. <laughs> okay, so this is a little convoluted, but um, I'm going to try to walk you through it. So Williamstown Theater Festival right now is doing a musical called Row, mm-hmm. and they're doing it in their outdoor space instead of their normal indoor programming. The musical is about a woman who rode across the Atlantic that's kind of the synopsis that I'll give you. Yeah, the show, this, just, yeah. To, just a reminder, I talked to Grace McLean about this a couple of weeks ago. She's the star of Rose. So this is not yes. something that is completely new. And Audible, not our sponsor this week, um, has <laughs> an audio, audio version of it in uh, Amazon. So, or in, uh, well, it is Amazon, but uh, in, yeah. in audible.com. Audible. Yeah, exactly. So. so the show is featuring wooden platforms in a section as a three-tiered pool that spans like an acre and holds 2000 gallons of collective rainwater. That's just something I want to throw out there visually so that when you're listening to it on audible, you've got something uh, in your brain. So essentially in the Berkshires where the festival takes place, there have been like torrential downpours since the beginning of tech that they've been working this show out in. Um, And over time, like, 
their crew has not gotten extra pay. They're working like 13 hour days, harsh conditions because these rains have been insane without the proper, like equitable care for their well-beings in these storms and the equipment. And essentially the crew staged a walkout on their first public performance date, having yet to do a full run through of the show in tech. This was July 14th. Um, the production was paused for tech. Actors went inside and the crew covered up the equipment because like, hello, they're talking about, and this is one crew member noted, they're talking about like half a million dollars of audio equipment that you generally don't want out in the rain. Um, but anyways, like he didn't want to identify, or this person did not want to identify themselves because they're scared of retaliation by the festival, right? Because it gets worse. Um, you know, as long as there was no lightning, they were expected to continue to work. But the rain kept pouring on. And with the support of the creative team, the crew bounced. Mandy Greenfield, the artistic director, uh, has since met with the team to create better working conditions and pay. They said that that uh, show couldn't go on because of like an inability to uh, they had to postpone the show. But they didn't say um, because our crew walked out because it's totally justified. But this is kind of like a learning experience for anybody that's trying to do outdoor theater. They're trying to, you know, maximize the, I mean, I've seen it up here in New York city too, like where people are trying to do all these immersive and outdoor things, but they're not thinking about all of the elements that come into play when you're literally MFing outside, like, (laughs) and, and yeah, so it's just yuck. Yeah, our our friend and former guest Ashley Lee from the LA Times has a great article kind of detailing all of this. And this is something that yes. I've heard um, about just rumblings about. And I haven't heard all the details um, about this over the past week, but this is, you know, it, like you want WTF, ironically, those letters come in, you know, really big now. Um, you, yeah. you want Williamstown to be able to do these creative and inventive things, especially now when they're trying to keep people safe by not sticking them in a theater. But you can't just like throw stuff out on a lawn, you know, in an acre and collect a bunch of rainwater and then expect the crew to just like work back breaking hours with no extra compensation and in unsafe conditions and all this stuff. And like this has to be planned for. And I, you know, this is one of the things that I've had a lot of problems with over the past year and a half with theater is that we don't seem to have learned anything during this pandemic. Like, nope. there's been like very little learning. And this is kind of goes back to what we've been talking about all week, Grace, about like, why are we just going full bore when we see everything in London um, just completely going to shit? Like, and yet we're doing nothing to change here and adapt to it here. I feel like this is the, a different branch of the same tree that we're talking about in Williamstown. So highly recommend um, Ashley's sure. article um, from the LA Times. But, uh, you know, it's a really interesting show. Great cast. And I'm glad yeah. that the creative team supported the crew in this. Um, but it's like, yeah, just yeah, not at all poo-pooing this particular production, just like the way that was handled was pretty bungled because people aren't thinking about the fact that like we can't just take what we do inside and go, well, we'll just put it outside. It doesn't work like that. No. Um, and so I, I'm glad that you highlighted, you know, what we talked about last last night, literally about the way that UK is handling all this, because I, you know, I, I was tucking myself into bed last night and I started crying because of what we were talking about, because I just oh, thought. I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. I just realized that like, I just like what you said, I just want us to do better. I want us to be able to come back strong and safe. And I want everybody to be taken care of. And I don't want us to have to go back to wondering if we'll ever be on a stage again. That's all. So I hope it gets better. Let's take a moment from this depression and talk about our sponsor for this week, Upstart. (laughs) 
So if you're carrying a, a huge amount of credit card debt from month to month, it is um, hashtag not fun. Uh, it's kind of a never ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so that you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, whether that's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows that you are more than just that random three digit credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income, current employment, and a lot of other other things to help find the perfect rate and loan for you. With a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. I'm putting my pinky to my lip like I'm Dr. Evil. You can receive funds in as fast as one business day after you accept your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash Broadway. You thought we were done talking about outdoor theater <laughs> and you played yourself. So in-person standby tickets are back at the public theater for Shakespeare in the park starting right now, baby. Tickets will be distributed to those with a public theater ID as early as 6 p.m. Each person will receive a maximum of two tickets in uh, either the full capacity or physically distanced sections of the Delacorte Theater. There you go. I've still never been. This might. Yay. I might finally do it. All right, so I guess we're talking about two levels of Dear Evan Hansen news. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think that we would be doing that on the show? Well, we are. The feature film adaptation of Dear Evan Hansen just announced that they will be premiering at the opening night gala presentation of the 46th Toronto International Film Festival and will screen Thursday, September 9th at the Roy Thompson Hall. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it's damn time. Yeah, this is a this is a movie that's going to happen. And uh, we'll. We'll see how that goes. In other Dear Evan Hansen news, someone who should book everything they're considered for, my personal hero and one of my favorite people, Jordan Fisher, will guest star on High School Musical, the musical, the series, playing Gina's music producer, older brother, How Hot, in an episode called Showtime, debuting July 23rd on Disney+, Plus, making him the third titular mm-hmm. dear Evan Hansen to join the cast next to Andrew Barth Feldman and Roman Banks. How yeah. cute is that? I saw... Um, uh, that posted on on the Twitter with all of the different yeah. um, deers. And it is interesting that um, he's finally actually playing an adult an because adult? I, yeah, I, I don't he's playing a very young teenager on The Flash right now as well. And yeah. I don't know if I can think of a role other than half of Hamilton. Um, yeah. I can't think of a role where 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 Our sweet dear where where dear Jordan Fisher has actually played an adult human. Um, I th- uh, was it he on a sh- uh, the no yeah you're right I can't yeah. think of anything I don't know I mean we get to do this until we're like thirty two that's when it stops and then we get to pe- play twenty four year olds. Or, so, or or if you're a woman, you play the wife of a 55-year-old and you have a teenager. Oh, Spy Kids? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the talking about Carla Gugino. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh my God. Did you read that article too? Is that why we're talking about that? Yeah. I'm glad that you and I uh, both saw Carly Gugino uh, talking about it in the same way. Good, good, good. Finally, in our feel good recommendations, American Dance Machine for the 21st Century created a new dance film recreating Susan Stroman's choreography from Bullets Over Broadway, the musical in Taint Nobody's Business If I Do, dedicated to Nick Cordero. He was Tony nominated for this role. Shout out, just saying. Um, And then additional shout outs to my friends, Angelo Soriano, who is an incredible filmmaker, by the way. Look his stuff Mm. up. He's amazing. He stars in Aladdin. That man can do anything. And then Newsy Baby Just Prado for killing this. This, I mean, oh, these wow. dancers are incredible. It's so I, good. I, I love these people. Like, keep doing it. That, like, it just looked like fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was so well made. And that um, Tony performance of Nick and the cast of Bullets Over Broadway was a really fun one, too. Um, it's really, really cool to see that redone in kind of this really cinematic way. It was very, very cool video. And um, American Dance Machine for the 21st Century, they always do really cool stuff. So very much uh, enjoyed that video. I think you can follow them on the YouTube. Okay. So closing the loop of the uh, In the Heights Challenge, is that what we're calling it on TikTok? You've seen like everybody doing yeah. the the Vanessa and then Usnavi bit. And, from and the finally, movie. Yeah, like from lip, the movie. Yeah, they're lip syncing to the movie part after they get out of the club and they're arguing. Yeah, there's a lot of like gender swapping. It's been a lot of fun to watch. But finally, Lin-Manuel and Karen Olivo closed the loop of having Karen do the Lynn part and then Lynn doing the Karen part as Vanessa. Like it was just really cute. I think he was wearing a wig. It was on Twitter. You have to watch it. Yeah, we'll have a link. But we've also had um, Leslie Grace and Anthony Ramos did it because they swapped the roles that they did um, in the movie. So that was really fun. I think for that Anthony mm-hmm. was actually wearing like a towel on his head to be Vanessa's was. hair. Yeah, that's something that I <laughs> apparently a lot of the people in this have done. But it's been really cool. I mean, you know, we had a lot of conversations about uh, in the Heights about how, you know, with with the lack of representation for Afro Latinos and then how it like it didn't live up to expectations at the box office on HBO Max. And I said this at the time, like I'm really I was worried that it wouldn't have as good of a legacy as it should or as it could have because it's such a great movie. Um, and while the um, lack of representation is obviously something that is still important, I am kind of actually glad that this little meme thing is having a life of its own. Yeah, because like, even though it's just silly and not really about the film itself, it is kind of creating a life for the movie that it so richly deserves. And it's off HBO Max now, but it'll be returning in a couple weeks or months or whatever. Um, It's a great movie. Like, I absolutely loved it. And so this makes me happy. And as somebody who loves the original film, who has the the documentary on the original Broadway version on my DVR, and I won't delete it. Um, I love seeing Lynn and Karen do this. So I'm uh, just all kinds of good feelings about this whole thing. Matt Timoneni, do you like In the Heights? I I do. I do like In the Heights. I'm a fan. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You get the news before everybody else. It's totally worth it. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. And then you can listen to my podcast, Tell Me on a Sunday, every day, including Sunday. Matt, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow.